Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Nice Job, Painter Marketing Pros, and APC. Welcome to the Women in Paint podcast. I'm Michael Cheney, the owner of No Drip Painting, where we are changing lives through paint. And today I've got Christine Rich on with me. In some ways it's unfair because really I just love talking to Christine. But Christine is a residential repaint marketing director at Sean Williams. And she will be participating in the Women in Paint event in Nashville. So we get to hear about all of the cool things she is going to do. So Christine, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Michael. Could talk to you for hours and hours, but we won't for the audience. But I know. I feel I feel like that often. Unfortunately, we have like limited time here. Otherwise, um, who knows how long these things would take. That, but that, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the Women of Paint event in Nashville, you are going to be hosting a tea time with Christine. Now <laughs> I, I might have just made up that title, but I'm here for it. I think when people see this on the schedule, they see tea time with Christine or whatever creative uh, title Maggie comes up with. What, what is to be expected? What, what is tea time with Christine going to involve? That sounds like something that you would do with your grandma. And I promise you tea is way than that. So um, when we all met, I think it was this spring, you and, and me and Maggie and a couple of the other ladies from the Women in Paint, we were talking about, you know, creating the vision for what PCA Women in Paint will be. And we talked a lot about business tools and, and how to, you know, drive business forward and, and all the things that it means to be a woman in paint. And something that I'm really passionate about is not just connecting with business goals and um, it, things like that, but also like just how you take care of yourself as a human being as well. I think especially as women, we wear a lot of hats. Um, And I have found myself when work gets really busy, I tend to sort of forget about the fact that I'm a a human being that also needs to take a minute to just sort of breathe and connect with myself. Um, It took me many years to realize that going faster when the work gets more intense is actually like the worst thing you can do. I actually have a sign on my uh, office that says slow down because when things tend to get really intense, I tend to speed up, but why tea, why tea time with, with Christine, which I don't think that will be the name. Um, I'm really big on intention setting. And I think whether you are a business owner, whether you work in paint or you work for a company um, such as yours, if you work for a huge brand such as Sherwin Williams, Um, Setting intentions um, is really important. And um, I'll I'll share a little bit of a personal story. About two years ago, my daughter got really sick. And on top of all the the hectic things that we deal with with work and family and and, and kids and all of that, um, we had this additional challenge of, you know, having to caregive for someone who was pretty sick and needed a lot, a lot of uh, 
attention. It was very scary. Um, you and I were talking about this before we got on, but we love to solve problems, right? We love to jump in. And if this is wrong, we're going to make it right. Um, it was really the first time in my life that I um, had the painful realization that I couldn't just grind this one out and make it better. I had to surrender and I had to do it intentionally. And through that experience of feeling quite frankly, scared and angry and overwhelmed, I discovered tea. I will tell you, um, I'm a pretty high energy kind of gal, if anyone knows me and, um, definitely loved coffee, would just drink coffee all day long. It just would rev me up even more. And then I would come home and drink wine. And so I was getting all revved up during the day. And then to unwind, I would drink wine. And I just noticed that I felt awful. And I felt like the combination of having coffee and having wine, which are fine and wonderful, was not creating space for intention, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. So again, I still enjoy a cocktail. But when I started replacing wine in the evening with tea, mm. I realized that I started feeling different and I started breathing different. And it more than anything became a space of time, like it was the ritual of making that tea that became something that felt so specific, like just for me. And it was a time to slow down. It was a time to put something in my body that felt good. And it created that space to think about, okay, what happened today? What are my intentions for tomorrow? Um, and so I think as, as women in business, as women in paint, finding moments like that um, are so valuable. I know I'm a better employee, I'm a better partner, a better friend, a better mother when I am coming from a place of intention and coming from a place of calm versus like mm -hmm. the aggressiveness that caffeine can, and there's caffeine. Um, but I started learning more about tea. <clears throat> and when I realized I was like, is this just in my head? Is this just like, um, there's something in tea called L-theanine, which is an amino acid mm -hmm. promotes a feeling of well-being and calm. And I was like, okay, I'm here for that. Um, and then I started switching to coffee in the morning and I was like, well, I still need that, you know, little bit of caffeine to get me going. Well, what I also learned is that most teas have, um, <clears throat> do have caffeine in them, but not as much as coffee. But the reason why like Buddhist monks, when they meditate, drink tea is because there's the caffeine keeps them alert so they don't fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But then the L-theanine gives them that sense of peace and well-being to kind of calm the effects of that caffeine that can make you feel really, really jittery. And I think I'm just naturally a jittery person. I think it's like, I call it high-performing anxiety. It's really great um, to get things done. <laughs> but, you know, we're not brought to this earth to just be productive. Right. But like nurture spirits too. So. Yeah. You know what? You've touched on a few, few great topics here. And the first is, I'll just tell you, when you started talking about, we have a tendency when things speed up in our life, you know, and we're, we're, we're in that, that grind, we're trying to get it done, that really that might be a signal to slow down. And so first of all, that was a great reminder you just gave me because I find myself on that wheel often. And you're right that that doesn't always create the most productive environment, um, clear minded environment, right when you're just trying to keep up. Um, so first of all, thanks for the reminder. And then the, the other thing I want to touch on is you talked about surrendering. And I feel like this is a this is a tough one. And the worst. I, I, can, can you like, 
kind of explain what that means to you? Like, what is it? What have you learned about surrendering? What does it look like for you? What does that mean in your life? Can you kind of shed a little bit of light on that? I mean, I can certainly try and I will tell you I'm no guru at surrender, but it seems to be a lesson that keeps popping up in my life. So mm-hmm. I have many chances to, to practice. Um, I think surrender can look like a lot of things. I mean, from a we'll talk about it from a business standpoint, because I think that might feel a little counterintuitive, especially if you're a type A driver who wants to like push for results. It's like, mm-hmm. well, how can I surrender to this? When I think about surrender from a business standpoint, I think about like three concentric circles. Inside is what are the things that I can control? Outside of that circle uh, is what are the things that I can influence? And that circle is what are the things that I cannot control or influence? I used to take that as one big circle and try to make my way through all of them. And when I started really taking a moment, and that's where that intentionality, that slowing down comes in, you can't think that clearly when you are just go, go, going and reacting all the time. Mm-hmm. So surrender in a business setting might look like something like, okay, I've got 17 things coming at me right now and um, I need to prioritize. What are the, th- I can't change, I can't give myself more time necessarily. I may not be able to have additional resources. I need to look at this part of my business and say, what can I can control? What can I influence? And what can I do neither? And if it's on that outer circle, it's got to go off the plate. You got to surrender it, right? Like yeah. you can't change if your cost per acquisition is getting jacked up. I mean, you can, you can, there's lots of things you can do. That's probably a bad example, but um, you know, you can't control if you have a, an employee who quit and you've got like, you can't bring them back, right? right. What can you control? What can you influence? Are you going to spend time perseverating over what's done is done, or are you going to surrender that it happened and we're going to move on and we're going to see what else we can do. So that to me is the surrender from a, from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. Oh, from a personal standpoint, that's a lot of work. That's tough, right? I will say it probably starts with a coffee in the morning. I have a morning ritual. Yeah. And um, every morning I make my loose leaf tea and it usually takes four minutes for the water to boil and then five minutes for a black tea to brew. And that's nine minutes, which prior to this sort of ritual that I have every morning, I would be like, oh, I could switch, you know, squish a couple things in nine minutes. I can unload the dishwasher. I can let the dogs out. I can, you know, do my makeup, you know, making every moment count. Uh-huh. And then I realized I would get to work in the morning and not even remember what I did that morning to get there. Uh-huh. Not setting intentions. That energy is coming with me through the day. And so taking that time in the morning for me, like personally, I like to do, you know, I have like little passages that I read every morning. Um, the mornings that I don't take time for me, even 10 minutes and just sort of surrender to the day, set intentions for things I want to get done. I just realize those are the days where I just feel like I'm on that hamster wheel all day long. Right. And I, so right. 10 minutes, we can find 10 minutes of space. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and it also sounds like you've kind of used tea to mm-hmm. maybe just replace some habits, like the habit of coming home and having the glass of wine. There is obviously something enjoyable about that time. And, and you recognize that, you know what, maybe, maybe I can get the same time in a different way. And you've done that with tea. I, I love the, the idea behind that because we so often just get locked into doing things out of habit with mm-hmm. no thought. And 
the fact that you had enough awareness to say, maybe I can still have this time, but in a different way. And now you've learned all these things about tea. Uh, and now you're going to be sharing these rituals with us. And I think that's pretty remarkable. I just think that one of the most, like, it, this is going to sound super cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyways. The feeling that you have from a really good cup of tea, like, I love the idea of like pouring it for someone and like giving that to someone else and sharing that experience with them. Um, my birthday, I did a, it's called a tea salon. And a bunch of my girlfriends were like, what is this? Is this going to be some like super stuffy? And I was like, I'm not a super stuffy person, A. But usually you get a group of women together. What do you do? You drink. Again, fine. I love a cocktail. Um, but it was the first time I had this group of 12 women together. We learned about tea. We tasted different teas. The Altheanine did its work. We had a topic. And the topic was, um, what does it mean to have grit as a woman? Mm. And the conversation that happened um, was so remarkable. I had known these women, some of them my entire life. And the things that were shared and the connections that were made. I mean, people left there making new friends, learning new things about each other. I just, I don't know if we have enough <clears throat> time and space for that type of thing. And it, it doesn't have to be an event. It can be two people having a couple right. of times talking. Well, right? I, yeah, I, I love everything you said. So I'm imagining tea time with Christine. <laughs> Side note, we know that's not going to be the name of this event. But I imagine it to be exactly what you just mentioned with your 12 friends. I mean, I hope so. I mean, so, I mean, that's honestly like, I'm still planning on, you know, how do we, how do I want to take this? So you guys will see a little, uh, we can talk through sort of my, uh, my approach. And if people yeah. think it's a good idea, they can thumbs up. And if they don't, then <laughs> I'll have to go back to the drawing board. But um, during the pandemic, I found this book called Miracle Mornings. Again, you know, I love a good book. And in the book, it says that there is this gap between people's potential and where they are today. Mm -hmm. And to close that gap, you need to make the most of your mornings. It's how you start your day. Again, that intentionality. And there's a couple of things that, that the author talks about, but, but the, the couple that really, really stood out to me is intention setting. Mm -hmm. And I was okay. What does that mean? You know, um, affirmations, you know, I think of affirmations. I go to a very like silly place, Saturday night live, you know, things like that. Um, but to fill in the blank, I am willing to let go of the limiting belief that, mm. and I promise you, if you sit with that question every morning, you're lots of stuff is going to come up. Yeah. And, and the author talks about, <clears throat> as you write, I'm willing to let go of the limiting belief that. Write and think about how easy it is. Like, of course, your business is going to grow to be $10 million business, Michael. It's going to be up. You, like, you have to really like affirm it. And, and then it, he says, visualize it. What does it look like? How do you feel when you get there? What is it going to take? And, and who are the people that you're going to meet? And it's really about just creating that space in your mind of like, of course I would. And, and the thing laugh about as I did this exercise for three months straight. And I thought, I'm willing to let go of the limiting belief that I'll never write and publish a book. I wanted to do it since I was a kid. And I, I would just write and write about like how easy it was going to be. And I, I, have, I have no idea who even does that, right? Um, three months later, four months later, I stumbled across a friend who told me that she was in this class for writing a book in a year, writing and publishing a book in a year. And I just thought, I just laughed to myself because I was like, that's so interesting that that would come 
in my path. And long story short, I ended up doing the program and it was such an incredible experience, but I had to take time to set that intention. You know, it's something I always said I wanted to do when I was a kid and I really hadn't thought about it much as an adult, as a possibility. But I think sometimes we have these limiting beliefs that create barriers where like someone has to have a $10 million paint business. Why not you? Exactly. Everything you're saying is, is really one of the reasons I love you. There are so many reasons, but it's, it's because of these conversations. And I know that this is when, when you talk about having tea and that ritual and setting intention, this is what it's about. And this is, you know, your example of, of, of setting the intention and then writing the book. I mean, that's so powerful and, and I fully believe it. And it's, it's what I try and do in my life and my business. So, uh, I mean, thank, thank you so much for sharing that. I want to switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about you, you. You briefly talked about how we all met last spring, women in paint. You know, you're really one of the reasons why this initiative is being pushed forward. And you talked about kind of, you know, the connections and the help that we can give each other and the support. Is there anything else you can say on that front? I mean, what what have you seen thus far with Women in Paint or what are you hoping to accomplish? I know we're super excited about the event in November, not just because it's in Nashville, but because we all get to be together. But what so far is, is, does Women in Paint mean to you? Yeah, I would say um, when I think of P- PCA Women in Paint, I think of that um, quote, empowered women, empower women. Mm-hmm. I fully and wholeheartedly that when people stop competing but realize that there is enough you know coming from a place of abundance right so like I was so impressed with how welcoming and how willing to share Mm. women in this industry are with each other and really people even just I mean men women everybody in between um, you just talked about, you know, you're going to be, hopefully you don't mind me saying this, but you know, you're going to be going in early and meeting with another painting uh, company and they're going to show you guys some things and teach you the ropes on things that you're just interested in learning. I mean, this is a great example of these two empowered women empowering each other. Um, mm-hmm. I can't tell you since I've gotten involved in this organization, you know, I talk to painting contractors every week as part of my job as the Resri Paint Marketing Director for Sherwin-Williams. And I'm super passionate about how do we help pros grow? That to me is like what my job is. How do I help, you know, folks like you and and people who have been in the industry for 30 years and people who are just starting out this year, how do we help remove obstacles? How do we give them tools and solutions to get better, to grow their business in whatever that means to them, right? And PCA Women in Paint, what's great is that I can't tell you, I've, you know, I'll talk to, you know, a woman in the industry and I'll be like, Hey, do you know Maggie? Hey, do you know Michael? And then I connect and then something mm-hmm. else, you know, and we keep doing, I did that to you guys a couple days ago with the women. Yes, you did. And they were just like, people are so grateful. And I think at the end of the day, when we all lift each other up, the industry and, and women in pain get stronger. And it's been really cool to see that that is re- truly the philosophy of this, of this part of PCA. So I think it's really, really exciting and it's very genuine. Um, I think it's a place to be a little bit more vulnerable in an industry that maybe isn't known for that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, I've got, I have a quick story to to tell you. You just kind of made me think of this, but um, over the last couple of weeks, I had to let someone go in my company that's been with me for years and 
those are the most difficult things for me. I mean, the part of being the business owner that if I put it under a hate category, it would be that. It's so difficult. I mean, it, it's a real loss for me. And I was really struggling with it, even though I knew it was the right thing for the business. Well, lo and behold, I reached out to some of the ladies and women in paint who I really respect and trust. And I just said, I said, hey, listen, uh, here's what's happening with me. I need some additional support, any experiences, good vibes, anything you can send my way to help me get through this, I would greatly appreciate. And sure enough, they came through. I reached out to three of the ladies that, that you know, they came through for me, just gave me all the power and all the strength that I needed to get through that moment. And I will tell you that prior to me being involved in Women in Paint, I didn't really have someone like that to go through, especially other women. And I've got other stories like that that I can tell, and I'm, I'm sure at some point you're, you'll, you will hear all about. But that was so powerful for me and really gave me uh, the energy and the, the, the push to say, you know what, you got this. You do know what you're doing. Now go do it. We got you. We, we got your back if you need it. And I mean, that was just amazing and, uh, you know, something I will be forever grateful for to them. But in, in, in the same way, what I tell my local Sherwin folks, um, you know, because No Drip Painting does, does work really closely with Sherwin, even my reps, you know, in No Drip Painting, I believe we're doing some amazing things. And I like my reps to know how much of an impact they have on that. So even when I hear you talking about, you know, you really want to help people like me be successful in, in this industry that we've chosen, it's amazing and it feels so good to have like the support from people like you and a big company like Sherwin to say, hey, no, we're actually working too alongside of you to help you grow that business. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's look, it comes down to community. And, 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 you know, I think that the term, you know, vulnerability and, and, and all of that has, has become such a buzzword um, in the mm -hmm. last years, but you have to be around people who have earned the right to be vulnerable in front of them. Mm -hmm. And once you find that community of people, look out. I mean, I love the fact that these women were able to like rally around you and, and, and lift you up. And I think again, as you know, I have the privilege of working for the greatest paint company in, in the world. And that's not something that I take lightly. And, you know, I grew up, you know, my dad owned a small business. Uh, my brother-in-law is an owner operator um, of a small business and all of these are contractor services. I see how hard they work. I mean, I can remember my dad started his business. I was in, sixth grade, I can remember my parents arguing over money for milk. Yeah. It was like, we literally, and I remember thinking like, ooh, this is not good. You know, I can remember my mom walking my sister to school because we only had one car at that time and my dad needed it because he was trying to build a small business. Like, it's very personal to me. And I think what's really cool about, um, you know, I, I came to Sherwin four years ago when I was very surprised to find out that a lot of people who work for this company came from those similar backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I think when you grow up having to hustle a little bit more for things, it makes you want to keep hustling for others who are growing and, and taking those risks and chances. And so um, I don't know, it, it's been it's been really great to be a part of. And, you know, I'll tell you, you know, I work with, you know, a few of my peers are three amazing women um, who are also marketing directors. And we, we do the same thing you do, Michael. And I think as an entrepreneur, 
it must be especially hard because I can, you know, walk down to an office and knock on a, a peer, you know, my, my friend, uh, I always call it my friends, but my friends and my coworkers, you know, can we, let's go grab a coffee. Let's go grab a tea. I need, I need to vent. As an entrepreneur, you can't have that. You know, you're the, you're the, you're the big cheese, you know, who are you going to go to? And so I think finding community where you can is such a gift and it is part of your business and professional development. Like I wholeheartedly that. Oh gosh. So, so true. You're nailing it there. Um, what tools does Sherwin Williams have to help painting contractors? Yeah, I mean, I would say first and foremost, our best tool are our reps. Uh, reps are so passionate about what they do. Yes. Um, you know, we invest so much in training and development of our teams because we want them to be the resource for our customers. And so <clears throat> working with a, a rep or a, one of your store managers, if you don't have a rep, um, they're really the first line because they can connect you to so many tools and resources that you know, one of the things we're trying to do is let people know there's so many things that you can be taking advantage of as value added mm -hmm. as plus customer with Sherwin Williams. Um, I'll name a couple things that are really great. So first and foremost, when we went to PCA this last spring, the expo in, in February, which is also a great event. We were really, um, you know, watching and seeing there's really this thirst for more business acumen. Right. So that's when we started the webinar series. So the Pro Plus business training uh, webinar series, every month we tackle a different topic with um, and then usually an industry professional. <clears throat> and we talk about things like marketing, social media, generating leads, recruiting and building culture like we did with you in Orlando, how to bid a job, what's job estimating, like all of these things. Um, so that's that's one thing that's very simple. But Oh my gosh, we have just so many training and development resources for business owners and for their, you know, new employees. You've got a new employee come on who's barely ever held a paintbrush. How do you teach them? You don't have time. You've got a thousand things to do as a small business owner. We've got resources and paint your path. We have a really, really great um, guide to social media for, for painting contractors. It's such a great tool. I was actually... Um, <clears throat> talking with the women from Ohio City Painting. And the reason why we met is I was uh, on a job site visiting with them. And I said, what do we have that's been helpful to you? And she said, I'll be right back. And she literally ran in her car and grabbed the guide. And she's like, this really was such a huge unlock for us. It really, really helped us like launch our social media and like get things rolling. And I was like, awesome. Um, oh my gosh, we have, you know, if, a, if uh, tons of productive solutions. Mm -hmm. So of ways to help business owners be more productive. You know, time is money. It's the one course that's like, you can't get more of. Everyone has a finite amount of time. So looking through different products and tools and resources, I would say something that a lot of our customers don't know or take advantage of is our free delivery service. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, I will tell you that we, then there's no minimum. So you'll get same day or next day delivery no minimum, no points to earn. Just we're here when you need it. Let us get you what you need. Um, we have a great app. Our Pro Plus app is awesome. You can do um, professional uh, project bids, check your invoice, pay your bill, like look up color history. There's, there's so many things that we have available, but really connecting with your store and your rep is probably the kind of the, the conduit to help find all of these great resources. Right. No, you're right. And we take advantage of a lot of those, but you're right about the free delivery. That's huge. Um, mm -hmm. I think for folks like me, it comes down to having a process that you can then fold that in. But I would say about a year ago, we really started hitting the delivery 
service hard. And I mean, it's, it's been a lifesaver for us. It saves time, it saves money. And uh, so, yeah. And, and as well as uh, you, you guys have a resource on your site, I'm sure I'm going to call it the wrong thing. You can, you can uh, clarify this for me, but you've got a marketing sector on the site that you can go into and make your own product guides. And um, we do some really cool things with some of those built-in tools that you guys have already done the legwork on. Yeah, it's customizable sales and marketing tools. So again, we're putting out templates and things like that that our customers can use. I mean, you know, again, I think about my dad. I think about, you know, the folks who were in business and like they didn't have the resources for a graphic designer to create. Um, and so we've provided all of that for our customers. They can put their logo and contact information on it, download it as a PDF, send it to their customers or go get them printed if they want to. Um, something else that I'm really, really excited about and, and really proud of, because I did a lot of this work when I was on the DIY side, but we know that for homeowners, their number one pain point is choosing color. Mm-hmm. And we also know that if that's a homeowner's number one pain point, it can quickly become a contractor's number one pain point. Mm-hmm. And so we've really invested a lot in a lot of our color leadership and tools to um, help. I always call it like the Jerry Maguire, like help me help you. <clears throat> so if a contractor has a homeowner that's really struggling with color in our pro plus app under tools, there's something called a pro color kit. From there, you can text your customer or email them a link to sign up for a free 30 minute virtual color consultation, huge lifesaver. You can also text or email them our um, swsamples.com site where they can get free color chips delivered directly to their door, or um, they can buy peel and stick samples made with uh, with real. Um, and then they can also view our 50 top colors. You know, it's one of the questions homeowners ask, what are your best colors? What are your most popular colors? So again, little things like that are quick. You don't think about it, but if you have to track down a homeowner to pick a color, you can't start a job, you can't place an order, and pick up the paint. All of these little pieces together really can help drive a lot more efficiency and productivity for um, for contractors. Yeah, you are definitely on to something with that. Um, what do you have a website or something that you can rattle off to me and I can drop a link in here? Yeah, I mean, just SharonWilliams.com. And we can access <laughs> everything from that. Yeah, I would say if you are a Pro Plus customer, um, you know, go online and link your account online. It'll unlock so many more uh, value-added services. Um, and um, if you don't, just stop into a store. There's 4,500 across the U.S. and Canada. There, I, it's it's funny to me because once the, the, the running joke is once you start working for Sherwin-Williams, you see a Sherwin-Williams everywhere. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's there's... There's a store, just, you know, a stone's throw from pretty much anywhere and yeah. folks are there to help and, um, and welcome folks. So again, yeah. not going to make people earn points and count points and all this. We're just, we'll give you the price you need. We'll give you the free delivery service you need. We'll give you the tools you need so you can be successful. Yeah, that's all great. Thank you for sharing. So to kind of bring things back full circle, I always ask folks towards the end of the show, what they do to take care of themselves. Now you've already talked about tea and I would throw your tea ritual in the category of how you take care of yourself. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to share on how at the end of the day or, you know, throughout these crazy times you are taking care of yourself so you can still show up for your family, for your friends, for painting contractors like me, you're, you're, you know, you're showing up and, and you're helping us do what we do. What else do you do to take care of yourself? 
I would say for me, um, exercise is a really big deal. So um, when my daughter was sick, I didn't get to exercise for about 18 months. And it just, it was really tough for me. Um, I had, a, I had a rough day this week and I came home and again, I was like, glass of wine sounds really good right now, but that's not going to do it. And a cup of tea is certainly not going to do it for this, for all of this. So I jumped on my Peloton and I spent 40 minutes and just blasted music. And, you know, I, I think to me, again, it's a place for me to just let go of all of it, all the things. So, um, I love high intensity cardio, which is funny because I never thought I would be that person. Um, but getting on a bike and spinning for me and listening to really, really loud music is something that just helps um, reset me. Yeah, so that's um, you to kind of just come down from it. <laughs> no, I love it. You know, over the last year, I think I've, you know, I, I work out and have a trainer and stuff, but I have changed my relationship with working out in that what I now say is is I'm working out for my mind like the byproduct is hopefully I'm in shape and I feel good and you know I, I all of that good stuff but really I since I've changed the mentality of I'm actually doing it for my mind and um that has helped me show up you know in a different way and just show up to the gym and it, it sounds like you've kind of got that mentality when you're on your bike. For sure. I definitely used to have a pretty unhealthy relationship with exercises in my, you know, teenage years. And um, a couple of years ago, I sort of made this connection. And my girlfriend, actually, who's a, a spin instructor, told me that she's like, you know, you don't have to work out. You get to work out. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and I was like, yeah. The other tip I have is I schedule it. So. Yeah. Um, I am a crazy person. I have a Peloton at home and I go to a spin studio, um, because left to my own devices, sometimes I won't get on the Peloton. I will grab that wine. Um, but I'll schedule it, you know, 645. If I sign up for the class, it holds me accountable to myself and to someone else. And if I had a, a meeting for work, I wouldn't blow it off. Right. So me, that's like a tip. I just, I put it on my calendar. Well, unfortunately, time has ended here. Like I said, we could keep this going for hours. I want to thank you for one, just being so willing to be open and your vulnerability. I just love it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in November. So for those of you out there, we do have our Women in Paint event, November 2nd and 3rd in Nashville. Also, you can follow us on our Facebook page, Women in Paint. And until then, we will hopefully see everybody in Nashville. And let's keep on doing what we do, building our amazing businesses and utilizing these awesome resources from Sherwin-Williams. We will see you next time. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.